You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. Welcome back to the show. You are now listening to Wake the Flock Up with Concept 714. Full Rhythm is here. Finally. Yeah, we got talk flowing. I don't know where you've been at. We'll talk. You know what I'm saying? Rain Bazoo, our guest co-host. What's good? It's also here today. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you very much. Why are you here, stranger? I don't. I am here because uh, I am in a competition to be Wake the Flock Up's next female co-host. Mm-hmm. Per the request of Concept 714. So I'm running down. We had two female calls before. One of them got pregnant. Whoa. A shout out to Miss Shar. <laughs> the, the second one, I'm not sure what she's up to. She's out doing her own thing. You know, she's a she's an artist, so you know, I don't want to like constrict her to one project. If she wants to move on artistically, mad, mad love to um Valley Vicious was our second guest, uh, co-host, female co-host. And I always feel that a female energy is good to have. Contradict my points, yell at me, fuck you, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that kind of shit makes for interesting radio. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I said, who do I even, who do I want to talk to, first of all? Who's like, just not like a dumb female, they just like, you know. Cause there's only one thing that girls don't understand is that for some reason they feel like, okay, females use stupidity as like a defense mechanism. And I don't mean no disrespect, but what happens is, and I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what it is. 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 You what it is. See? Ray, Ray knows exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. What, it, what, it'll, what it'll go like, uh, I don't know, and whatever you want, and blah, blah, blah. it gets to a point like, contribute something. Say yeah. something. Females gotta be assertive these days. That Save Me Prince Charming dynamic is something that's really old. I mean, not even Disney is advertising that shit anymore. Look at all the that's new movies point. that they're releasing that have more assertive, powerful females. And that's something that, I mean, clearly Concept also wants to show as, as a role model of the, of the ideal female, at least in a talk show. What it's like to talk to yeah. a female that really knows how to talk. Uh, I feel in hip hop, females are very, very uh, misrepresented a lot like the representation we have of the female mc rapper is not one that you want kids glorifying or you want Nicki minaj is a horrible example for young females young girls in in, in future mcs in hip-hop it's horrible terrible sell your body don't worry about your skills as long as you have big ass you can sell a million records that's a story that's been told a million times yeah somebody like lauren hill medusa velvet wonder velvet gene gray someone like that that's 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 more respectable and they give themselves and the skills are, are the, are the priority thing. They're like, okay, no, Medusa will be like, look, my skills are first. I'm a female mm-hmm. at the same time, but I represented my culture, my race, my, <clears throat> my gender yes. properly. And to me, I'm thinking, okay, if I want this show to be, to go in the direction that it is going, cause it's going really good. I want to empower listeners that might not have anyone, anyone to look up to in that direction, you know what I mean? Rain is an artist herself. She's, she sings. She's very talented. She's very outgoing, very spiritual. Like she has a lot of things happening, which all female artists should, not just your ass or not just it is. You know what I'm saying? So I said, you know, Rain, come through. I'm looking for a guest, uh, for a female co-host. We loved you to come try out. Audience, you know, she's been on the show before as an artist twice. 
that's how much the yeah that's how much the art the uh fans wanted to see her and listen so we have her back and hopefully everything will work out schedule's got to work you know what i'm saying and, and you know we sign contracts and all that bullshit but we'll make it happen wake the flock of dot net so we're gonna go and you're gonna find episodes like this one episodes like Rascast, rock our science dj revolution planet asia medusa uh give me give me some more demrick R.A. The Rugged Man, Master Ace. No, that's not yet. You've had it. No, we're working on it. You're you're ruining my my, my My speech. My bad. Yeah, it's already a check mark. Get a check. (laughs) Put a check mark next to your name. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Medusa. I mean, like, just wake the flock with .net, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Follow us. Listen. Support the show. All you got to do is tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell another friend. We don't do... Public advertisement because we feel word of mouth is the best way. Dude, when you got a sick tape, bro, you you weren't like fucking, eh, no, you, hey, homie, check that out. Dude. Yeah, it's you a told fine. Somebody when you and then you showed it to your homie, yeah. and then you left, and you could turn around, your tape's gone. Like, <laughs> do that with this show. You know what I'm saying? Like, do that. Tell a friend, everyone, uh, we're brought to you by Amazon. So if you buy shit on Amazon anyways, go through wakethefuck.net. You click on the banner, we get a little bit of money. It doesn't cost you extra. They give us a percentage. And that's how you keep the show going. We also have uh, Wake the Flock Up Network, which is this show. It's a show I do with Abstract Rude. And then a second show that I do with Young Baca. So Wake the Flock Up.net has all the shows you ever want to listen to. Hip-hop, the number one hip-hop podcast in the world, Wake the Flock Up. Uh, here at a beautiful King's Corner, 1020 North Batavia Street in Orange, California. We do all our pressing here. And, uh, you know, flyers and shows. This is all rented out space. We throw shows here all the time. And it's been our home for the last two years. I'm very happy to be here and continue to be here. They've been really dope with us um, and real supportive of the show. Shout out to Mighty Zulu Kings, the crew. Um, they've been really supportive also, too. We got a lot of things working out coming up. So I'm excited about that. But let's introduce our guest for tonight. Again, I was like, man, who do I want to talk to? Who do, and you and me have met before. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, we were talking about that on You're, the way over here. Okay, okay. Where, where, where did we meet? At the Dove Show. That's right. We met. At the, how long ago was that? Like, what, two years ago? A year ago? Longer than that, no? Yeah, yeah, two, it's not, yeah two, two years ago. Two years ago. We met at the Dove Show, and you were with DJ Yella. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, DJ Yella, DJ Yella came up, and, and he's like, oh, this is my artist, Kiki Smooth. Kept yeah. pushing Kiki to the front, like, this is Kiki, this is... So, you know, we did a little short stand-up interview, yeah. and it was really dope, and people were hitting me up, like, oh, you got Kiki and you got Yellow, that's what's up, you know? And I never really thought about it, but now I could even say DJ, DJ Yellow has been on the show. That was it, our first ever interview, too, together. What? Oh, For look real. at that. Wake the flock right, up, baby. Just, that was our first ever interview. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, we did the CD and all that, and that was our first time going out to promote it. Mm-hmm. So you were the first person to ever boom even interview us together. Exclusive. Um, Wake the flock up was so there. So when you hit me beat. up, I definitely wanted to come. You know. So we got Kiki Smooth is in the house. Yes, sir. Who who did you bring with you? Uh, I you brought got... my squad with me. I brought my producer John Henry. You know what I'm saying? Shovel and Hammer Orchestra. Mm-hmm. My boy Billy Yan. Mm-hmm. We working on a CD coming out too. You know? okay. okay. Some real hip hop. Where do we know Kiki Smooth? What you say? Where do we know you from? The Compton. <laughs> God, first Mexican rapper out of Compton. <laughs> first Mexican rapper. That's a bold statement. Uh, you, you, so that's it, it. Is I know you. I go into different research, and that yeah. is that is your your plateau. You yeah. saying right? Anybody else taking offense to you saying you're the first Mexican no. rapper out of no. Compton? I have the OGs that rap way before me. Tell me, man, much respect. Yeah, you know why? 
The first Mexican to ever break into NWA. Mm. What does that mean? That I got their DJ to DJ for me. Mm. Okay. How did that happen? Uh, funny story. We went to Oxnard. One of my homies told me, oh, man, the dude's having like an in-store thing. Let's go over there. I was like, man, I'm not driving all the way to Oxnard. He's like, man, we can holler at him and try to really make something happen. So Yella was... Just having an in-store. In-store being DJ Yella. Being DJ Yella. And your boy's like, dude, you got to go and let's just meet him. Let's yeah, let's just roll up hands. there. Let's, yeah. let's talk to him. Yeah. So we went, man. It was a long-ass line. I was telling him, let's get the fuck out of here, yeah, dog. Yeah. He's like, nah, man, we're going to sit there. We smoked the blunt, chilled, and... We were the last persons to actually meet this dude. And it actually was a benefit because there was no one there no more. Mm. So I got to actually play him some songs. Mm. And, and, you know, he, we really chopped it up. I yeah. got to really chop it up. I, you know, I, in my eyes, in my head, I was thinking, you know, like this is going to be my only chance to make something out of this or mm -hmm. I could go in there as a super fan because I used to, you know, I DJ too. So. I looked up to him. You know, I look up to yeah. that dude. So, you know, just meeting him was good enough for me. But I knew I had to say something let him know that I'm a rapper and that I'm looking for something like that. So I had to let him know that he needed me the, as much as I needed him. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, it took him like a month. Yeah, like a month for him to call me. Yeah. He took some songs down. He took them with him. It took him like a month. And he called me and he said, yeah. Did you, did you think he would call? No. Like, honest, did you just said, you know what? Here's my digits. Here's the tracks. Thank you, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, all right, well, that was that. At least I got to meet Yella. Yeah, that was how we drove home. Okay, yeah. I mean, we were excited, though, because we got to play music for him and all that. Yeah, no doubt. You know, so we, we drove home, and it was like an hour and a half drive. But on the way home, it didn't even seem like we were so excited just meeting him, whatever. Yeah. But when he called, yeah, I felt like I won the lottery or some shit. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. <clears throat> Talk to me about the beginning. Okay, so... Why do you think, let's, let's start with this one, then we can go back. But why do you think you are the first Mexican rapper out of college? Just, well, just, what's happening in the Mexican society or culture that I, there's I, not more You know what? I, I worked at, at Underworld Records. That's Easy E's record store. Yeah. And I never saw no Mexican rappers walk in there and give their CD to us. Mm -hmm. Never. And there was like two Mex and you know, these other Mexican rappers that are out there doing the thing. But Tumex is not in the same lane you're. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. But I'm saying like, what is it about the Mexican culture you think, or the the black culture not letting in Mexicans in on on the comp? Like, what's happening? It's just the sound. Okay. The sound. Explain that. Con la homies and la ramplas and la tanta. You know, I thought it was interesting in your Mexicans can't rap a song that you had a different flow than what's traditionally known as, you know quote-unquote Mexican rap, the stuff that we listen to when we're listening to the Art LeBeau show, you know, late at night. I on do the that weekends. on purpose. <laughs> I do it on purpose, I swear to you. I always switch up my flow. Even this new album that I'm working with, Shovel Hammer, like, I switch up my flow on purpose. And that's important. It's it's music. It's feeling. It's versatility. Yeah, I mean, like, if you're not going to, if you're just going to sit there and do your choppy things, I think even the black community is going through it. Mm, now. Now. Yeah. So they can't talk shit on Mexicans no more. Because <laughs> I think even the black community is going through it. Yeah, now. <laughs> and and what, what's happening is we're entering, like, dude, if you really pay attention to hip-hop, right? We I mean, Everyone knows we have different eras to hip-hop. 
first now we're getting into this i'm not even you know what it is i think it's fading out a little bit though because it, it was really heavy with like future drake you know wayne was probably maybe one of the first ones and it's like okay i get it but everyone started copying the same style right why didn't kiki copy the same style? this man okay he saved me yeah <laughs> were you copying or did you say you yeah can't? Oh, everyone's doing this man, is the way every rapper go. does this oh my god man did you hear this new drake track and then you go try to make a new drake track yeah everybody falls in man yg man man it's now ratchet movement now everybody's doing ratchet movement mm. feel me it happens to every rapper yeah but i i got to a point where we're pushing this jealous stuff and to me it was still not me you know even yellow i've had this big old conversation with yellow about that and he's like i agree and one day I just wanted to stop rapping and this dude didn't let me. Mm. This dude this dude is a genius when it comes to the NPC and all that. How long have you guys been working together? Uh, officially, like, what, six months? Just started. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. But I've I known him for like about about two years ago. Yeah. So, but we never sat and said, let's work together. Yeah. I mean, he gave, he did the intro for the DJ Yella mixtape. Yeah. And when when he sent me the files to the beat... Yella and the guy that was mixing and my boy Andrew Mota, they were like, the hell, there's instruments and all that, because he has an orchestra. Yeah. You know, we're the shovel and hammer orchestra, and orchestra? They, they were like, yo, man, there's trombones, there's flutes, yeah. and all this other shit in it. What is this? I'm like, they're not samples, dog. This is real live music. Right. So after we started pushing the Yella mixtape and all that, the NWA movie came out. Yella started touring all around the world. I got left behind. Right. Mm-hmm. So I kind of didn't want to rap no more. Cause mm-hmm. you know, to me, that was my highlight of my career. Mm-hmm. But then this dude was like, what? Uh-uh. Check this right. out. I got this orchestra. I need a lead singer. You know, what's up, man? Let's try something. Yeah. Man, we just created magic, dude. This dude is, like I said, man, that's why I bring him everywhere. Okay. Cause people ask me that, like, what are you to me like i i didn't know what my sound was mm. i didn't even know what the hell i thought rapping to creep i thought rapping to make a song to hit to the radio was what rapping is mm-hmm. and this dude told me to shut my ears off yeah. and not listen to the radio and to give him my my definition of hip-hop so do you consider the 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 time before you guys started working together Waste the time? How do you look at the time? Nah, that? nah, that was it being in the gym, you know, figuring I was like mechanics. Oops, I didn't know you were supposed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and then you won't do it again. <laughs> yeah. You feel me? Yeah. And that's just the same thing with music. And you know, like he told me, like, we're going to do it. We're going to do it my way. So there's times where I'm like, yo, John, I don't want to rap on that beat. Mm. Yeah, I got to kind of push him to do it. Well, you got to get outside of your comfort zone, especially when you're it. doing things that are completely inspired as yeah. opposed to imitating the great. Yeah, that's real shit. So who did you come up listening to? Who was it? All the greats. All the greats. All the West Coast greats? I'm a DJ. Yeah. I DJ East Coast, West Coast. You know what I mean? Like, I, I listen to every... I, I own records. Mm. You know, that's what people yeah. don't understand about me. I'm a record collector. This man works at Record Jungle. You know, we're record junkies. Mm. So, you know, I, I love hip-hop of what it is. You know, if it's West or East or even South. I like some of the down South old stuff. You know, you can't you can't say all music from down South sucks. Zalcast, all kinds of people like that. You know what I mean? They, they, they also brought the, yeah, they also brought the foundation of hip-hop. So, yeah, you know, I listen to all the greats. Right. When you were starting off DJing, right? Like, what, how did that at first happen? D- look, because 
I know I don't I don't know firsthand I'm not a DJ because I didn't have a lot of money going up to buy tables or yeah, anything. Yeah, me like either. Right? Yeah. So to me, I, I, I remember my mom had it wasn't meant to be. She had, and to me, it was really dope. It played records on top and cassettes Sets on the bottom. Cassettes on the bottom and in the middle. So it was records, radio, right, and then cassette. On, on the bottom, you know, so that shit was fly to me. And then you could record whatever was on the, di- so it was just like, I was, a high, this is like 90, whatever. So I was like, oh, this high tech. Yeah. And I remember trying to scratch on the one table <laughs> to like Vicente, whatever, whatever she yeah. had, like whatever bookies or, yeah, or whatever. Vicente, yeah, Vicente yeah. Fernandez or bookies, whatever was playing on top. I was just, <laughs> and I remember she caught me. And she got, uh, you know, you fucking ruined like it. You're fucking yeah. up my needle. <laughs> but having her Man. like, like, uh, gangster or whatever, just hearing scratches before I wanted to mimic yeah. that feeling, that, that sound. And I would just, you know, fuck close, of course, fucked up the needle and all that shit. <laughs> that was the, my, that's my experience with DJing personally. Like, I don't, I don't fuck with it. How did you get into it? How did that happen for uh, my neighbor when I was like 13? Uh huh. The dude was playing DOC funky enough. Mm. And I heard him go. Bruh, 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 bruh. Oh, what was that? You know, I, I, I kind of knew what it was because I was always infatuated with your TV raps. Yeah. So, you know, I already knew what a DJ was and all that. But can't even remember his name. But he was way older. Mm. It was a Mexican dude, too. And mm-hmm. he had doubles of it. And he had the whole setup. And his, I guess his godfather had let him borrow it. Mm. So he went over there and he, he let me touch it. Mm. <laughs> it was like crack to me after yeah. that, dog. It was just. How old were you? I was thirteen. So you were three chavalos still. Yeah, kid. and I would jump over to the gate. I would go to school and run back home just to watch them. Huh. They wouldn't even let me DJ, dog. They mm. would just let me watch them for hours and hours. I didn't care. Yeah. When until I was like eighteen, <laughs> I, I got my own turntables. Okay. I worked at Church's Chicken. <laughs> the minute I had enough to buy two turntables, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, "No, we want to make you manager." Oh hell no! <laughs> that shit was across the street from a hospital, man. Yeah. You know, in Inglewood too. You know, what I mean, black men they love their chicken. Yeah. Black ladies love their chicken. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> I was gone after that. <laughs> I- I've never heard black people liking chicken before. That's crazy. Oh, my God. I was driving through South Central on my way to the studio. And tell me why. There's a church chicken right across the street from a Popeye's chicken. Oh, no. Oh, man. They're set tripping on each I other and like, shit. who like, owns this? <laughs> Nobody from the hood owns this shit. Yeah. But they made the perfect monopoly right here. <laughs> they said they'd be begging on each other. <laughs> <laughs> they Popeye's. Hell, yeah. They're set trip on each other. How much you want to bet? It's the same person that, in, that owns probably both of them. Probably owns both of them. Yep. They put probably bought shares in That's both just bad business, though. No, you don't no, put no. it That's in front of a business. fucking... No, no. Not because if some people don't like churches, they go to Popeye's. No, no, okay, Because well, I like Popeye's better than churches. Well, because you worked at a church and shit. You ain't trying to be near it no more. You work at McDonald's. The last thing you want to fucking eat is McDonald's. That's real shit. That's what's up. So you got your tables right. What what is at this point? What does moms and dads say? What are they? Oh, what? they were they. You know what? They were real supportive. Well, I only have a mom. Okay. So she was like, is, you know what? If that can make you happy, all right. Because yeah. she she actually when I bought all my equipment, my first gig was the prom. Got the prom. I made five hundred on that. Ooh. So you know that was like whoa. Then yeah. my first ever outside gig, she got it for me. It was a quinceanera. Yeah. Aww. So, you know, it was like, she was always supportive of it. Yeah. It was dope. You Plus, know? you made $500. Yeah, I made 500 so she, she, and I gave her hat. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you know. Oh, I know. I'm next. Yeah, that. She, yeah. After that, she's like, with it. She gave me her little, um, little, she had like a little tool shed in the back. Yeah. She let me have it. 
it was like that was my spot. I, you know what? The first day she let me have it, I cleaned it out. Yeah, I slept in there. <laughs> I slept in there. I was like, You're like I got baptized. Years this. Old. I was like, I, this is my room now. Oh, that's so dumb. Yeah. I don't want to go nowhere. Sweating balls because yeah. it's fucking hot. And and like, no, it was okay. winter, so it was raining. It was cold. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, you know, I didn't care. I still yeah. remember all that though. Those, yeah, those are the nights. It that's was like up. having your own place. Yeah, right? it was, to me, it was like my first ever studio. You know, oh for sure. Yeah, to yeah. me, that was like my first ever studio. Like this is brothers and sisters. I have what? I have oh, three brothers and a sister. <laughs> oh like, shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah, three brothers. Younger and or older than you? I'm the oldest. What What do they think of of the older? You know what they 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 love they love all my music. They support it. Yeah, this new stuff they love it. Mm-hmm. You know they yeah they're real real supportive. You know all all my music is about my family and friends. Mm-hmm. I don't step out of that. Right. You know, I don't, I don't create something fake. That's, you know, my name is Enrique. That's why my name is Kiki. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't try to put nothing out there like that. Mm. You know, yeah. Everything that we do for shovel and hammer is, you know, he, it's like I, I want the real shit. You know, so we give him the real shit. Yeah. When did so you're DJing? You're doing, you're doing shows. You're getting paid. You're making a little extra money. You're still young. You're still 19, 18, right? When does MCing kick in? Oh no, it came out late. Super later. On. Yeah, late, okay. late. I and I feel that as a blessing, because I produced and DJ before. I make beats too and all that. I did that. You know, I looked up like I look up to Dre and Quick. Like yeah. I really yeah. do. Yeah, I really look up to them dudes, and you know they. I followed all their steps. I, I to me rapping was just at the end, after Coolio was done. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I actually the first Mexican rapper out of Compton was supposed to be my little cousin. Mm-hmm. I actually had a deal for him and everything. He just problem with him he was he didn't want it mm. he was forced into it since he was 14 yeah <laughs> you know i he was my yeah but you know even to this day what's dope about him he was like i'm glad i stopped rapping because look at who you are now yeah and you know I, to this day he comes around and he helps me write hooks and stuff like that you yeah. know so it's, so you know yeah it came real late <clears throat> why so late Huh? Being around this this era, being around music, why why do you think it took you so long to get on the mic? I don't know. Like I, Coolio was the one that started this shit. Tell you the truth, we used to be in the this nigga Coolio before we go do a big ass concert. We start freestyling, right? Well, okay, anything, let, let, let's go anything. backwards. Let's go backwards. Let's go back. When did you meet Coolio? Because you're talking about the Coolio. Coolio yeah, yeah, Coolio. Yeah. When did you meet Coolio? And how I was working at Underworld Records. Okay. That's the Compton Record Store. Shout out to my nigga Big A, and my homie from Japan. We was talking about him on the way over here. My boy DJ Too High um, knew him, mm-hmm. and his nephew sold Chronic. <laughs> you know, yes. he sold the bomb Chronic, and so. I would buy Chronic from that dude, and he, they knew I was a dope DJ, and then Coolio ended up having a problem with his normal DJ, this guy named Fatbox. They had their food touring around the world, and I guess they got into a real argument, mm-hmm. and he left. Yeah. So I get a phone call, and remember, those are the days where you got to run home to get that phone call. Mm-hmm. So my little brother on the skateboard comes to the store <laughs> yeah. like, oh, man, you know, they're looking for you. So I go and call them back, and... um they were like, hey, you want to fly to Texas? You know, um, we need a, a, an emergency DJ right. for one day. Right. For sure. Boom, I fly to Texas. Like, whatever. I saw it as a payday. They were like, you know, he's going to pay you 500 I'm like, word. Go over there. I haven't even met Coolio yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go over there. I got to the hotel. I got to meet Coolio. We started chopping it up. He started noticing that I was raised around his neighborhood. He from Mona Park Crips. You know, I used to swim there, play Little League and all that. So... That was a real good connection, and we just started chopping it up. 
he was like, are you bilingual? Like, yeah. So this motherfucker had me introduce to him, introduced him in English and Spanish. Okay. <laughs> so I did it. You know, I studied it. I was in my little dressing room. I studied it, did it. And then the next day, I thought I was going home and I ended up going to Arizona. Mm. And then I just kept touring and touring and touring and never looked back for five oh. years. Dang. Yeah. With Coolio exclusively? Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, all my twenties. Oh man, it was the illest. What, what time? What time? What? What? Uh, when was this? What years was this? Uh like ninety eight and up. Ninety eight. So Coolio was Coolio. Yeah, right there. Yeah, like uh, like he was doing Dangerous major- Minds. has just dropped, and yeah. he had like that song was banging. Gangsta's Paradise was the biggest fucking song yeah. in U.S. at that moment, probably. Yeah, right? oh, the yeah. Grammy Awards version yeah. with the violin. Yeah, like yeah. I, I came right after that, after he won all the Grammys and all that shit. Yeah. I just I got the, yeah, my life changed. Mm-hmm. I was I went from living in Compton to downtown LA, fresh and all the whole night. Yeah, like that fool really changed my life. Okay, and he inspired you, or he said, you know what, you didn't get on the mic. You, you know what, my is. first ever rap show, Coolio went to it. Oh, yeah? Really? And he was like, you learn, nigga. You know how to fucking get on stage, nigga. <laughs> so he was priming you. You guys would be like, oh, yeah. When I, backstage. When I told him I was going to rap, he was like, do it, nigga. We need a Mexican. Like, the real first Mexican out of Compton to really do it. Yeah. There was a lot of people that, that pushed me to it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. Because it, it went from, like, you know, rapping about my DJ equipment to started throwing in metaphors in it. And then it went into, like... Let me try to write something down. So, you know, I, I tried to do it, and I didn't like it. Then I recorded it, and I didn't like it. Yeah. But the homies were like, keep trying. You'll get it. Yeah. It doesn't happen first. And then one day, I just got it. You got to feel like the message is worthy. And and I'm sure you were like, what, you know, what to me, about? To me, in reality, I got it six months ago when I started fucking with this dude. <laughs> mm. I'll tell you the truth. Okay. You found your direction, you think. Well, it was like you weren't even imitating the greats anymore. I mean, I, I come from a, a classical background uh-huh. and I studied like the greatest composers in opera and like Beethoven and Rossini. And a lot of them started out having whack shit because they were imitating the famous people before right, them. Yeah. But once they found their own sound, they were able to be pioneers and that's when everybody followed them. And, you know, some people are like lotus blossoms. It takes them forever to bloom. And I feel like that's something like that, what you're going th- through right that, now. That's what happened to me. Yeah. I was the last one to smoke weed in my family. <laughs> Everybody in my house smoke weed. Me and my mama sit down, smoke a blunt together. Like, psh. okay, you know, what I mean, yeah. we we get it in. That's rare, I think, in Mexican families, though. Yeah, a lot of people say that. That's, that's, that's rare. That that's rare. Really rare. But you no. know, my mom, my mom is the coolest mom ever. Like, I don't know how to even know how to explain it to you. She's so supportive of everything. You know, she goes to the shows. She'll yeah. do. You know, like she loves hip hop. She, you know, like she was like telling yellow nigga because she worked at the like the famous hamburger stand in Compton at Louis Burgers. She's like, nigga, I used to sell burgers to you, nigga. (laughs) She's like, oh, they started looking at her and like, yeah, for real. His manager, my boy kid was like, yeah, that's Maria's son. They're like, oh, damn, your family's. That's what got me and yellow more closer when he found out who my mom was. He was like. Oh, you're Maria's son. Oh, okay. My mom used to be the Coke lady back in the day. Oh, shit. So, <laughs> wow. So, so a lot of people, yeah, my mom used to be the Coke lady back in the day. So a lot of people you know You get your her. mom in trouble, bro. Nah, nah, hell no. She did her thing. You know what I mean? She, she's proud of it. She, You know, I'm convincing her to write a book. Statue of limitations, bro. Like, she's sick you with it. You should help her write No, like, Ulysses, my boy right there, we've been, you know, she's got the sickest adventures. You know, like, my, my, we... I have a different dad from my brothers and sisters. So my brother, my brother Dale, his dad decided to jack him. They broke up with each other and 
he stole his son and took him back to Mexico. My mom a gangster. Went over there with herself. You know, that fool's powerful over there. He went over there with a strap. Stole the nigga back. <laughs> Got her car lit up and everything. Holy fuck. There was, I remember as a kid was seeing the car with bullet holes. Yeah. And she hit my little brother back though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and little was still a small motherfucker. I remember all that Your shit. Your mom's a cheater. She's a gangster, man. Okay. That's, yeah. Where, 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 where is she from? Where are you guys from? Oh, she's from Guerrero. Guerrero. Guerrero, oh, Mexico. Yeah, Warriors. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, she, they waited over there. You yeah. know what I mean? What about Pops? What was your, what was uh, he's from Jalisco. You know, I like, I, I met him when I was like 14. I got in trouble. Yeah. And, um, she sent me to, to go meet him. Yeah. So Jalisco, you know, womanizer probably, right? Ladies, man, and all that type of hey. shit. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. mean, come on, dog. I know I should. Jalisco. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Mobs is a G. Yeah. Okay. When, That's where Kiki Smooth comes from. You think you got the G for mom? Yeah, that's Kiki's the G. Smooth. Mm. I'm not going to say Pops gave it to me. I yeah. think my mom gave it to me because he taught me how to, she taught me how to talk to the ladies. Right. Oh, okay. Yep. You feel me? Mom's <laughs> taught me. Talk. You know, I mean, like, she's single mother and I, I wanted advice about talking to women, yeah. you know, girls. Yeah. I, I didn't have no dad and I didn't want to talk to the homies about it because then I would feel like a dumbass. Yeah. Because they're already doing it. So, so what kind of advice would your mom give you to speak oh, to females? Oh, she told me, you know, you, you got to be smart. You got to talk to them. Uh -huh. Look into their eyes. Let yeah. them know how you feel. Mm. And that was the realest shit because I would ask these fools questions about their girl. Oh, man, you know, give her this, this, and that, and it would be the wrong advice. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I asked moms, and moms actually gave me good advice that I, that to this that's day. That's kind of weird, know? though. Like, your mom helped you get laid, bro? Like, that's kind of that's <laughs> kind of cool. She helped him. That's cool. So your mom you know what? My mom is such a G. I'm I remember saying. my brother get caught. He's getting caught, and, and she's like, he's in the room with another one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my mom comes home, and she, he's <laughs> like, in 10 minutes, here comes another girl with my brother, and my mom Meets her at the gate. Oh, yeah. he's not here. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he is. Oh, <laughs> shit. Mom, you a G. You back in the pro, bro. <laughs> Your mom was a wingman. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> she just wanted y'all to be happy. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? To this day, she still wants us to be happy. Like, you know, she's the yeah. coolest person. Yeah, she sounds dope. That's what's up. Yeah. You know what? Let's have her on the show next and we'll talk oh, about man. it. Yeah. You know what? She usually will come, dog. Like, she she would like she lives in Bakersfield, so if not, she would be here. Trust me, she'll come. If she was in the area, she'd be like, "I'm swinging through, dog." Yeah, no doubt. I took her to the I'm B side. I'm bringing chronic. We bought all up. Son. Yeah. Oh That's yeah. She'll be in here having a smoke session. <laughs> Let you know your shit is weak. Yeah. Wait, she smokes. Too. Yeah. Like, hell yeah. Oh man, she puffs. She puffs more than us. Oh man, you hit her up for weed. Hey, huh? <laughs> yeah, she'll smoke all of us out. Like, man, yeah. all of us out. She'll. You guys will be. <laughs> one time <laughs> was crazy shit. One time we were going to, to her ranch in Bakersfield and yeah. you know I like she was like roll one boom we hit to like the valley roll another one boom we hit like a few more miles she's like roll another one like what are you trying to prove mom she's like why she's like I'm trying to get high fool. she was <laughs> like why what you think I'm doing trying to outsmoke you nigga this is how I smoke yeah that's what she exactly that's what what's up yeah that's exactly what she <laughs> said she's though. a real you know, she like rolling them big ass zigzags, them raw. Mm. She she like she used to smoke blunts, and then her doctor told her the blunts were fucking her up. So she went all Zach. So she'd be rolling the biggest doobies. <laughs> the biggest doobies. And then she learned how to do them herself. It's the most funniest shit to see her do it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Roll that shit, you know? It's dope, man. That's yeah, what's up. Sounds like a legend. Yeah, she is a legend. That's yeah. what's up. Shout all, out. all the nephews, all even her sisters tell her like 
why does everyone kick it at your house? Why does everyone like? Because she's the coolest. Like yeah. any holiday, everybody takes off to the ranch. Hey, I got a question. You ever write a song about it? Yeah. I want to hear that. There's two of them, actually. Give me you the know, name of the song. What songs. are they called? Yeah. Uh, Things I Saw. And, and then, you know, Dancing with the Devil. Mm. I want to hear that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the things I saw is, is you can find it on SoundCloud on my SoundCloud. It's a song about, you know, one of my brothers' fathers, because we all have different fathers except the last two. You know, the last two are half salvies, oh, and I'm half and you know that nigga had an alcohol problem. He used mm. to be the coolest dude at first, mm-hmm. and I was 12 years old, and I, I would look out the door and watch her get beat the living shit out of her. Mm. So you know, I had to write a song about that to educate people. You know. You know, and it's just, it's sad, but, you know, it's reality. It's reality in, in, in life. And, you know, she overcame that. And that's what makes her even more stronger. Mm. You know, it was like she had a shield after that. Ain't no dude ever messed with her after that. That's I've seen cool. her, I, I swear to you, I've seen her put a strap to a motherfucker that tried to get crazy with her. One of her boyfriends, I don't get into her thing. She's single, you know, and she does her thing. But now, she, oh, actually, she's settling down now. She told me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But one time I actually saw her pull out a strap on the motherfucker. Oh, like, fuck. oh, this motherfucker went in my room, grabbed the strap, was like, this motherfucker, Dicky Hard, that came to visit us. And <laughs> she went over and was going to pop that nigga. And I told that nigga, well, you fucked up. She yeah. will pop you, dog. Yeah, yeah. And she'll take off, nigga. You ain't going to find her ever again. <laughs> I told her, the hood loves her. That's what's up. You snitch her out, nigga. You're going to get smoked, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole hood, all of Watts, all of Compton. And they love her. My mom is like the complete opposite of everything you just said. <laughs> like, like dead on the opposite. Of, like, if I, dude, I remember, cause in Mexican families, traditional, you can come in smoking like beer, but you can't come in smoking like weed. Like, if you come in you smoking can. like weed, like marijuana, <laughs> pinto, like, yeah. forget it, bro. It's the yeah. end of the world, right? They think you're a low life. You know, you know what I'm saying? Or tatuado, pintado, all this other shit that you get. That's what she, one thing she don't like. Oh, she don't like the tats. Yeah, she don't like the tats. She don't got no tats. Uh huh. I've been trying to convince her to, you know, her name is Maria Soledad. Mm-hmm. I was like, get a son. Yeah. You know, get a son. And she's like, no. Yeah. Now now she's been thinking about it. And I'm yeah. like, it's going to hurt, though. <laughs> so she'd be like, nah, fuck that. I ain't doing that. Yeah, no doubt. But yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> no matter what, uh, you know, I'm grateful for all my family, not yeah. just my mom. Everybody around my family are very supportive. You know, that's why, I, like I tell you, this is this music is real because they check me. Mm. They'd be like, hey, honey. Better talk that real shit, cause you know we all been through a lot of stuff. So all the stories are not just about me. There's some about my cousins, my mom, you know, just everybody, my friends. I have all all kinds of people that come to my house. It's my house when it's lonely. People are like, "What happened?" Cause there's always someone coming over. Mm. Let me ask you this: <clears throat> Do you feel a lot of pressure being the first Mexican out of Compton? At first, I did. At first, you did. Now, six months ago, it stopped. Mm. Why? Because I found my sound. Okay. Now I could really tell them, like, go down this lane, guys. Like, don't worry about it. I got it. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of the Mexican rappers in Compton respect me for that. Yeah. I, I, I hold the title for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I get down with it, and they know it. You know, I, I, I've been mentored by the best, that like DJ Yella and John Henry. Like, I can't have nothing more than that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Coolio. Mm-hmm. I got to tour and be on real stages. The last song he would let me rap it with him, the the Gangsta's Paradise, Damn. you know, and that would that was one of the first moments that I that I started feeling like a rapper, you know. Mm-hmm. So being on major stages is nothing to me. He knows, like any stage, he'll take me on if it's two persons yeah. or one person, right? Yeah, there's two people. 
So now it was just about finding something authentic to pave a yes. different path. Yes, to, to, to actually take that turn. You know, like to, to find a sound and to say it's yours is actually also bigger than saying the first Mexican rapper out of Compton. Yep. Right. <laughs> I'm going in, motherfuckers, better watch it. Yeah, that tattoo says cop. Rolling with Scrappy in the great 350. You know the ball head trollers coming with me. Shout out to Big A. Rest in peace, DJ Craig. Feeling like easy when he went inside cocaine. I'm the okay. Shit, I'm the okay. New life for names in the new captain chain. Me and my cousin, always pistol tucking. Sipping white punching and we blowing like trumpets. You need a compass? This is the West. You say the wrong gang, this is where you rest. You want to test? Well, this is a plot quiz. And he was a mob bird, I'm DJ Quick. Used to be my bitch, I'm sorry, Tina Turner. The little homie went to jail for the burner. Smooth. Pump your brakes, homes. Pump your brakes. Pump your brakes, cuz. Pump your brakes. Pump your brakes, blood. Pump your brakes. Fucking up California where the earth shakes. I used to hang with the Compton Posse, rock the big B. Rest in peace to Spade, Bar, and Big C. Scotty D dropped me to his OG block. That's the day I decided not to bang a slang rock. Just an underage drinker, getting told back. King T and me, making demos on the full track. Look how the roll spit it. I'm for show with it. Wanna go get it and make more digits. Bo-Bennett. Keep my tank full, kinda like no limit. Touch like King Midas, make you pump the brakes. Throughout my Xbox, I'm through playing with your fake. When I come to your hood, I know I'm safe. Keep you come to my hood, I'ma front you a case. Pack town to the hub. Fried chicken and tacos, let's get this yoga. Yes, we do. Put the dinner on the table, this is how we do. Break your bread on the street, so it's with my crew. So you better pump your brakes, cause we're coming for you. Cause we're coming for you. Get that paper. Hungry and I'm never gonna stop. Never gonna stop. Fuck all haters. You mad cause we never gonna stop. Right. Coming for you. Pump your brakes, homes. Pump your brakes. Yeah. Pump your brakes, cuz. Pump your brakes. Uh-huh. Pump your brakes, blood. Sure, yeah, pump really your brakes. Walking up California where the earth shakes. Uh. I'm watching Peyton in the making, I'm running back Penetrating and raping this thing cold rap Don't need Montana, plus a little John Montana Don't full ball, they wanna la cubana Spinning bottles, got them jumping like bunnies You better know blood sticker than money 5150 in my creased up pickies With the magic tuck tailors, got them looking real spiffy I'm telling y'all, so, so, so head of y'all Only getting better, y'all, it's the letter, letter, y'all Case move back up in this bitch Back up your little trick before you get split Sorry father, yes I sin And when I leave this church I'm gonna do it again Sipping on the toll can, smoking on the cancer stick Now that's what I call motherfucking cancer shit Pump your brakes home, pump your brakes Pump your brakes cuz, pump your brakes Pump your brakes blood, pump your brakes Walking up California where the earth shakes It's about finding yourself artistically yeah. in the song. There's a lot of MCs nowadays, they don't understand or they're just not that. What happens is 
they forget they're not you're not supposed to make tracks you're supposed to make songs right yeah and artistically a lot of mcs never reach that level you know what i'm talking about dude you can spit ill you could do this that's fine but give me a song yeah and a song has much more involved than just rhymes and spitting raw blah 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 i get it i've had times where i'll shoot someone a beat that i feel is like yo this this suits you very well whatever you know and it's not typical format what they used to and it they just kind of like oh i need you to rearrange it but like no if you just follow what i set out for you i mean granted there's parts okay where you don't have to talk for like four bars it's cool mm-hmm. you just let the music play yes yeah. you know but sometimes if you know they just they're not there yet it takes yeah they're not there yet and it takes vision to write a song yeah. and it sounds like you're working straight out of the source as opposed to a template you're yeah. talking about inspiring people as opposed to uh okay let's use a reference yeah you know? i mean uh, definitely it comes to a point where you know i'll shoot kiki like a, a skeleton and i'll tell him like well you know we'll put the hook right here and all that and then you know the strings are going to come in right here but it's really bare bones but he gets it and he knows like it's when it's never the same though there's always like 32 bars or six bars or uh, eight bars. Well, you know, like for a feels, rapper to yeah. write, to rap eight bars, that was the most weirdest shit for me. You know, I'm used to 16, <laughs> but he's like, it flows. The hook, the beat, everything flows together nice. You know, and it took me to actually, this is going to be the funny part, to actually, I, I watched the the James Brown movie. Mm. And in the James mm-hmm. Brown movie, that nigga said, feels good, don't it? <laughs> Then it's a song. <laughs> and yeah. he said that. Yeah. He said that yeah. to me. I, yeah. So I never I never questioned him if that's what that's how the song goes, then that's how the song and, goes. And, and I'm gonna write it like that. That's yeah. a good example of what of someone who just he just an artist, dude. Like there's no way around it. You can't say Rick James wasn't an artist. Yeah, that was but, an artist. But also Rick James was high as fuck, like all the time. <laughs> so well, that's what, what he uses inspiration, right? So but what that means is like Despite being high, despite all the chaos, he still delivered art because inside his soul was an yeah. artist. So, a lot of MCs don't realize that, dude. You just you just might not be an artist, bro. Like, it's the same difference between a rapper and an MC. Like, bro, you just might not be an MC. You can rap, that's cool, but yeah. you're not gonna go anywhere. It's not gonna happen. But you gotta kind of step aside and let them deal with that because you you. I mean, like uh, a lot of people give me my ask my opinion a lot of shit, and I always tell them like, dude, like. I don't dislike anyone in the scene. I just kind of dismiss them. Like, you can just hear it and feel it from someone that's been around hip hop for so long. You just like, dude, I want to invite you to the that. studio. You bro. know what I mean? Dude, I would love to go. I want you to hear what we're working. You know, I've been inviting people slowly. Because mm-hmm. I don't, I, you know, John's real crazy about me taking people to the studio and showing them the shovel and hammer stuff. Yeah. But I do bring people over. Yeah. Because only people like that are very into hip-hop right because you know like brother cam said oh man you guys are going back to the future mm-hmm. i took brother cam over there and he was like yo dog i'm very impressed on what y'all doing mm-hmm. you know like we we really take the time and put you know our album's called the soup you know it's because you've tasted soup we just made it better right you feel me and right. you know i it takes time to make a good soup mm-hmm you know, you got to let it simmer. Right. And that's what we do to every song. Like the pollo or what? The, the carne, pollo, lo que quiera que tenemos de todo. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but it also takes love and inspiration and contribution. I mean. Oh, I my God. This dude got mad love for the music. And, I, you know, all the all the people that play in the orchestra with mm-hmm. us, they're so amazing artists. Like, I, yeah. I, like, I want to at least learn how to play something <laughs> because <laughs> these dudes are all ill, all you bad. know, and like, <laughs> I saw my, my voice is my instrument. So yeah. I, I have to 
come up to par with these dudes. Right. Because these dudes are like, are, you know, on top of their game, you know? And uh, you see, you're bringing up all these things that are under lessons to a lot of artists that need to start paying attention is, um, you grab a trumpet, right? It yeah. takes time and skill to master that trumpet. First, it takes practice. Yeah. Like above anything, practice, dedication, to do that. Same thing with rhyming, same thing with being MC. Yes. Dude, if you're writing once a week, you're not an MC, dog. An MC is someone who can't stop fucking writing on something. Here's yeah. this, here's that, here's that yeah. record. And now it's so much easier on your phone. Dude, I just speak into my phone now. And, and I move on with my shit, you know what I mean? Throughout the day and stuff, you see music is in your mind, all that yeah. stuff. And that's what it takes to trumpet any, to conquer any instrument, mm-hmm. right? Your voice, your talent, your mind, the way your, your brain will start connecting words together that's all comes with practice and and toning your art yeah, your art yeah. form you know yeah, i think i think a lot of too. cats a lot of cats kind of get get discouraged to where okay like for sure when you start you're gonna suck for a while mm-hmm. and then you're gonna get good and then you're gonna get props yeah. and then you're gonna get scared to suck again because yeah. you're gonna push you may explore a sound that it's gonna take you a while to develop and people won't be feeling it so you know yeah to to be like better than a rapper or, or to be an mc like yeah you have to push your boundaries and, and explore and the thing with that is sometimes, yeah, you're not going to have it on point for a while. It takes time. Yeah, so. you're going to feel like you're plateauing, but that's yeah. right when you're going into a breakthrough point. Like what just happened with you six months ago where you probably thought you were plateauing. You were like, oh, is it this was. as good as it's going to get? You yeah, know? yeah, And for you real. had to find a way to level up. And, you know, thank goodness yeah. you found this character. And you're, yeah. and you're right, shit. You're sitting in your room. You just cross it out. That's whack. Yeah, you're crap. That's whack. And, oh, and if somewhere oh, else was I to read writing. it. <laughs> look, dude, like what happened is like if someone finds it because it's happened, like, like, dude, this is dope. And you're like, bro, that's garbage. I mean, like you're yeah. just you're just so <laughs> you're so in your tune with your la- with your lane that you're like you reach a certain skill level yeah. that everything is whack to you now yeah. because you're just like fuck like you know what's next where, where's my neck where am i going yeah. so you just keep writing the same style it becomes repetitive yeah. you start getting bored of your shit you're like okay and then someone yeah. comes along that's excited about it damn that makes right. sense i never thought about it like that yeah. oh my mama my nigga dude, like dude it's it in in inspir- he you know what he is he's inspiration yep he's he, amused anything that it, it dude for, for anybody for me it was like a new song or a new MC I just heard of, you know, <laughs> it could be some good way you hit once. You're like, Oh fuck. Like I'm a- yeah. inspiration and in anything can trigger that, you know? Yeah. And he just happens to be live and, and working with you. And, and now it's going to be progressive to get to the next. Yeah, You know, like our live shows are insane. Like yeah. that was the first time that I was like, fuck, I'm home. Yeah. You know, this dude, like our, you know, it's a whole orchestra with me. Yeah. When I ever thought of that, you know what I mean? Mm. Like it's an orchestra with me yeah. now. So, Every sound, like you're you're rapping and you're moving to it now. It's it's yeah. in, it's a way different because I know you're a singer, so you're used to having a band behind mm-hmm. you, where it's like you understand what I'm telling you is like it's it's like magical, dog. Because I'm was, a rapper, I've always had. It was really weird to see it because we did we did the first cut we did. We finally got stuff like Rough Ideas played on it, whatever. And then when we had the band in for rehearsal, we had a couple songs before that one came on. And then when we started doing it. Everyone just started getting singing. He just felt like like it's everybody inspired. felt it. You see it in yeah, everybody's face. Our first face rehearsal too. was nuts, dog. Actually, it was, was cool. Yeah, it was dope because I'm look. I was nervous because these dudes are like, drum, drum. Uh, they yeah. got the sheets and shit. And it was like the Jay yeah. Dilla. I mean, yeah. our child player is like classically trained. He's like been doing it for ten years. My, you know, my boy my plays guys, keys. Yeah. He's like he Alex, went to school yeah. for jazz. 
My bass player, like my really? bass player, is dope. He's a really? lefty, but he learned to play righty, and, and he's been doing. These are all your cats. Yeah, and now we're all family. What? We all like support each other. They all have their own gigs. Our singers all, do their own thing. Yeah, we all go support each other because we're a family. Yeah. You know? That's dope. Do you yeah. think it could have happened before, not with somebody else? Do you think that there could have been another Mexican rapper out of Compton? Yeah. And if why didn't it happen? Uh, my cousin didn't want to rap. <laughs> you and your scared. cousin only Mexicans in Compton, <laughs> and he didn't want to do it. <laughs> so more. you were like, "Fuck it, I'll do it, cousin." Yeah. Cool. You know what I think? I think a lot of people don't get to this point yeah. where they're finally discovering their own sound because they're too scared to get past that I plateaued level. Yeah. It's like when you it's go to scary. the gym after a while, you don't see any results, but you don't want to push yourself any further. Yeah. Like you pushed yourself further and he helped you get there. Yeah, you know what's happening? Every, people are looking at you like, dog, like, this was getting cut, bro. And you're like, I'm just not seeing it. I'm yeah. just like, you know what I'm saying? If you were looking on the outsider's perspective, like everyone looking at you now is like, oh, something's happening right here. Something's going on. We need to pay attention to it. It's an incubation process. What what, what is it like in a, okay in a what is it like being a Mexican MC in a culture that's predominantly black? At first, it was crazy. It was really hard. Okay, but everything changed, dog. I'm gonna tell you when I met Yella. Everything changed. I swear to you. I knew these dudes already. I knew glasses. I knew everybody. Cam, everybody. I knew them already. You know, I've known them for years. Yeah. But the minute they saw me with Yella doing shows, they take he's taking me doing this and that, and he's doing it genuine. Yeah. That's when, I mean, motherfuckers had to recognize. Mm. <laughs> I mean, like, damn, nigga, I did my work. You it's know what I'm saying? It's interesting how it takes that, though. It's, it's, it's because it's dominated, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And, and for us to, to, like, they look at us different. Yeah. When they when Yeller first heard me, he thought it was gonna be like Chicano rap. Right. You know, and I mean Chicano rap sells records. I don't give a fuck mm, what people say. Them niggas is still selling records. They'll rob fucking They still selling they, records. They, I, it, I ain't have that's a true fight. as as a businessman, I take my hat off of them. As an MC, man, y'all niggas is whack. Yeah. You feel me? That's yeah. just how I, I I represent that. Right. You know, but to get in that door. You need somebody like that. Now, I, I get calls from Little Easy, Curtis, you know, all these dudes from Compton that I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm we're helping each other. You know what I'm saying? And that's it, it took that. It Sometimes it takes a different person to walk you in mm. because they see us sometimes like maybe not serious, maybe as the weed connect, maybe as the coke connect. You know what I'm saying? It's relationships, mm-hmm. it's a lot of relationships. But definitely not as... As a mech, another rapper, as another MC, they don't, they don't want to give you that credit. Now they do. Now they have to. Is the difference? See what I'm saying? That's a good point, dude. When when you Ye- when Yella pushed you, that you're you're getting signed by a legend that started the genre that yeah. they're trying to get in. Yeah. See what I'm saying? He's he was there. He was one of the originators of this genre. Yeah. That 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 birthed all these different genres from there. Like, dude, like. Rakim like birthed all these styles and now everyone Nas came out like and Yella and NWA gave birth to a lot of dip to You're your Pox. Right. You're right. To your Kendricks to ultimately to, to you. Yeah. You know? You know what I mean? Like like I told him. But that's true though. That is a legend. You yeah. know, but every time I would go and rap everywhere, like underground dudes that are not even famous, all the black dudes, my my main fan base is black. Mm-hmm. It I it took 
yeller to bring in the Mexicans. That was the crazy part. <laughs> <laughs> I would do shows. My homie Big Swisher, the first time I took him to a show, he was like, hey, dog, it's all black people here. Mm. Like, no, it ain't me and you here. Yeah. You know, and we go <clears throat> rock those shows because, you know, like, you know, Eminem's one of the first persons I always point out. Not because he's the illest. It's because nobody wanted to let a white person in at that time. Right. And he went and found somebody to let that nigga in. Feel me? And they happened to be Dre. Mm-hmm. And that was the same thing we have to do. Yeah. They're not just going to let us in. Mm-hmm. Shit, they're not just going to let any black dude in right now either. Right. You got to have a certain type of tight pants, the, the hat that looks like Elmer Fudd or some shit. You know, you got to have a costume on. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, like, I was talking to this with Little Easy. He was like, it's dope, dog, that even your new shit sound even more Compton. A lot of people have been like, damn. Because we're not, I'm not, yeah. I, I took the cover off the car and I'm driving it. Right. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna disguise it for shit. You're gonna see and you're gonna get what it is. It's about time. I yeah, think. I feel it. It's about time. Rain, Rain is here. She's our guest co-host for tonight. Oh man, beautiful, right? And, she, and she's smart too. Yeah. She sings. Yeah, she. You can see she's a singer, so she understands music. Right, which is why I thought she would do a great thing. Yeah, I, yeah. So Rain, you do you have anything for us? Do you have like, any segments, any news, anything? Oh you man, prepared? it's been driving me nuts today. Today I had to look up um, herbal Viagra because I was that that fucking curious. <laughs> All right, I needed to fucking know what herbal oh, Viagra was. Wow. Um, Smoke it. No. Wow. <laughs> herbal Viagra. Listen, I'm homie, G dog. Give my shit hard right now. Hold on, let me roll a blunt. No, no, no. <laughs> Lamar Odom is in a fucking coma right now. Right, right, right. Because this motherfucker went to one of the only oh, legal I heard about brothels. That. Yeah, yeah. He went to the one of the only legal brothels in Crystal, Nevada, and he mm. was fucking taking tons upon tons of herbal Viagra, which already has twenty warnings from the FDA. This motherfucker found that shit online. I don't even know why. Niggas is supposed to be rich. And he didn't get the regular shit. He had to get the fucking herbal shit. They found him throwing up, foaming yeah. up at the mouth. They don't know what the what fuck the else f- he was taking. Poor. He's in a coma How right now. Fucking it was he doing where no, he was like, he took like know, but the story said that he had a room days. there yeah. he was staying there so yeah, just three days there. just nah, just rock hard that nigga just went and put his credit card and said give me a room just no keep i swear them. Yes. <laughs> yeah yes. yeah rotate them bitches wow. nigga. <laughs> oh my so, so <laughs> he was he was he was at attention for three whole days just hey, fucking uh, hey that nigga you know he knew a paisa dog he had to get that from mexico he had a new no, advice somewhere. The gardener, when he lived over there with the Kardashians, <laughs> he kept his number. Oh, okay. Something. No, you know, you know who you know who fucks with the dick pills more than anyone? Uh, Asians. Oh, Asians. You know, it was like some tiger dick or some <laughs> some whatever. You know what I'm saying? That nigga had the Dog. tiger dick, right? Yeah. <laughs> Herbal Viagra. So did, did he smoke it? Nah, you. It's a cap. It's a plant. Oh, it's a plant. All right, wait. I was gonna, I was, I'm gonna yeah, educate I was, y'all. I was Listen. sold on smoking it. Nah, <laughs> he was wasn't smoking for a it. He crushed right. it up. <laughs> fucking lines. For the price of one capsule of regular Viagra, you could get like thirty of like the herbal Viagra, oh, and oh, it's supposed no. to be more potent. Yes, homie. I looked it up on the Los Angeles <laughs> Times. All right, I looked it up and like. 
You got Come the on, job, man. You, you can fact check job, me, baby. <laughs> don't trick. She, she does and a research. It. Yeah, and check it. All right. So like, this cat was like trying to find a cheaper alternative that lasted longer. The only problem is that this shit is cut like bad cocaine. Like they oh, put shit. like really bad, like like prescription drugs, shit that don't mix well with alcohol. Homie was foaming at the mouth all like right. he had rabia. You feel me? Like it was it was is no it fucking Lamar, like super rich. Super basket. He's basketball rich, no, right? No, dude, he's plateauing. It was the end of his career because of the DUI. DUI he got divorced with Kim Car- uh, Khloe Kardashian. So he's not rich. And then two of his friends died. Going downhill. Oh, man. just just. Spiral. I think he was wealthy, and now he's rich. Now you know what he was. I had heard on the news that he was devastated when the Lakers traded him. Oh, okay. That was the beginning of his downfall. Oh, okay. That nigga didn't want to leave. And then the divorce and the, the, the drugs divorce. and the two best friends that passed away. Wait, two, yeah, best two best friends, friends. from the Viagra. Yeah. I don't even know. So he's just, you know, and he's in a coma right now, guys. Yeah, his mom From had died. From fucking herbal vibe. Dad, like, oh, but he's in a coma because I, I saw a couple stories and I didn't, I didn't do my research, but it said that he died. I was like, oh shit. What's nah, he? he uh, is, is he pitch, pitching the tent though? Oh, he's fifty fifty. He's fifty fifty. No, no, no. He, he's pitching the tent, right? He's, no, he's, and he's this, laid down, but just like hard. Hey, that nigga was so tall, he, they couldn't put him in the in the I, helicopter. I read that. Yeah, his yeah, dick looks like a ghost. The they had to drive he's him to the shit. Like yeah, his dick looks like a ghost, right? It's just like, homie. oh, I bet you. <laughs> I <laughs> bet that nigga. That nigga had. They couldn't even get him in the ambulance. Yeah, it was just like that nigga. They had a problem no. putting them in the but van. This, <laughs> this is the kicker, They had to put them in sideways at an angle like a couch. All right. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, like wait, wait. But I got one more thing to say. It gets worse. This is the kicker, all right? Oh, shit. So Khloe Kardashian, right? Them motherfuckers is still married. Oh, so no. guess who's making the fucking medical decisions on whether to plug the, plug the, oh, unplug this for or not? Oh, yes. No yes. Their divorce, yeah. their divorce is not, not finalized. Final, so wow. so wow. she has to make the medical decisions. They took the cameras with them to go see him. So, no! all right, ladies and gentlemen. They really took the cameras to go see him. That's fucked so, up. So, ladies and gentlemen, just be real careful with who you marry because you never know who's going to have to make the decision on whether to pull the plug or not. <laughs> I think the most fucked up. Be nice to your ladies. The fucked up thing about this story <laughs> is that they took the cameras to go see him. Like they took the cameras. Oh, you know. I mean, I don't. That's I didn't. Ratings. I didn't hear if they took oh, the cameras shit. inside, they but did. on the way to the hospital, I know they the cameras. Did. They took them inside. Yeah. She's like, I'm on my way. Yep. She's like, cha ching, cha ching. The producer called her. Check Fuck. it out, nigga. Yo, nigga just collapsed. We on our way to Vegas. She's like, oh, fine, get the cameras, let's go. Like, damn, that's called it's blood It's the shit. best segment ever. Can you imagine? This is a family that thrives on attention. Wow, that's yo. true. They're like ratchet royalty. You got any more Word. dick news? <laughs> you, got any, you got any more dick news? Yeah, give, give me some more dick news, Rain. No more dick news. No more dick Okay, what else? What else you got? Um, Let's see. What else did I recently discover? A uh, paid family leave is finally going to happen in America. Right. So men, men and too? women that have children or people Very taking nice. care of the elderly, their parents can finally get paid family leave Catching as opposed the rest to of the taking world. work Catching off. Oh, no doubt. And not getting <laughs> shit. Up. <laughs> yeah. There's no longer just maternity leave. There's also the option for paternity leave. That's nice. something that's coming along. So come on, Americans. I mean, we're, none of us are mojados here. We're all American over here. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're a voter or if you got a baby mama or a wife or whatever, that's a voter. Yeah. Like, you know, make this 
family leave so shit happens. you're telling me they will now pay me for my time my family leave off because yes. like when your wife is sick or your husband's sick you take time yes. off they'll pay you for that they will pay you and now they're doing paternity leave paternity for the for the fathers yeah. to and father, even yeah. for for alternative families that's the you know nice euphemism for gay or lesbian couples mm-hmm. or um you know this is all something that could be provided so that when people need to take leave to take care of people that are sick they're not losing their jobs i mean did you guys yeah. know that that no, I didn't know when that. you're I heard, taking I care of your sick grandma or you you your yeah. wife is suffering from postpartum depression and you need to help her out in the house some people lose their fucking homes they lose their jobs yeah. they can't come back they don't get paid mm. and and or even worse you don't take the time off and make your home situation works exactly yep. so this is this is really really huge i mean we could really have the option for everybody to get paid family leave and that's going to help our family lives that's going to help the workforce because then people are not going to be losing their jobs there isn't going to be a high turnover anymore it'll actually stabilize america and the the most fucked up part is that countries like mexico and switzerland and england they've had paid family they leave for, for six years. months to a year for years, yeah, we're barely America's catching up. barely hopping on the fucking bandwagon. You know what it America is? Don't give a fuck. It's greed. It's just oh, greed. Yeah. It's it's all greed. America. Because it's rich up there. It's so greedy that it's collapsed. It's collapsed on its own thing. Two thousand and eight, they were so greedy, saying, "Oh yeah, here, take this, take this three hundred thousand dollar loan. You make minimum wage. It's cool. Don't worry about it." You know what I'm saying? Like greed and just trying to get the business, the money. And now it's forcible. I guarantee it's like government, right? Of course. Regulations, because it's like, dude, these people need this fucking time off. It's the right thing to do. Yeah, I mean, our 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 economy and our government needs to fucking evolve to meet the needs and the demands of those families that are just suffering. And it's not working the way that it used to. It's not like Mexican families that, you know, you got the abuela taking care of the kids oh, yeah. and the parents are at home. No, now it's a fucking nuclear family. Where you got two parents and they're in isolation. People don't fucking know each other. There's no community anymore. This is Whoa. necessary. That's real. That's, that's this is necessary. Real. Like, this is something that has to happen for the livelihood of Americans all over. Like, what the fuck else are we going to do? Do you vote? Are you a voter? Yes, I am. You are a voter. <laughs> yes, I am. You know who you're going to vote for this coming election? No, not yet. Not yet. You leaning towards someone yet? I don't know yet. Hillary. <laughs> well, Hillary, Hillary just kicked ass in the presidential Hillary. debate. But she's a liar. To me, this shit is all like, now it's like all oh, Facebook, Twitter. It's shit like, nigga, like, it's like voting for your favorite rapper. Yeah. He's going to get the award. America. Vote for your... Yeah. Yeah, see? <laughs> yeah, I just going to cheat on her, man. And I, like, she was like, I don't know, like, then Donald Trump. Yeah, we're definitely not going. Nobody's going for hey, well, Donald I Trump up, in here. I want to know what happened to that. Right? Cubana lady I'd rather that go for Kanye. St- stood up for, for Donald Trump, right? What Did they deport her? Did I see that wrong? Or <laughs> I thought I saw that on Facebook. Hold on. The lady oh. that stood up for her. I don't did. even know. Okay, look, I, oh. I'm late on the story. Did you, did you hear that? Uh, that Donald Trump has a bounty on his head. Yeah, yeah, for a million, right? For, from 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 Chapo. From El Chapo said, "Bring, bring me him dead or alive, Donald, dead or alive. I, I will give you a mi- uh, no, a hundred million, a hundred mil, a hundred mil." Why? See, man, Facebook, man, like I, mean, yeah, I was showing my mom. I'm like, "You want to be in New York, mom?" Because my mom fucking was like, "You know what?" The remind she, me of she grabbed Facebook for like a week and then she dropped it. <laughs> Like a shock. Oh, no, you know what it is? You know what it was? Your, your mom said, if I look at this, I'm going to go kill Donald Trump. Yeah, I don't even want to look at this. No, Donald your Trump said New York. on Twitter, he She's said like, 100 mil and, and uh, give me Donald Trump, dead or alive, you get 100 million. 
El Chapo. He's amazing. <laughs> that, that reminded that me. That is the ultimate. You, know you remember SWAT? What's the word? Remember hey, the movie SWAT? Let me tell you something about El Chapo, though. <laughs> I thought he was the coolest motherfucker until I, my mom introduced me to the lady that lived in the village where he killed like all kinds of motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, fuck that son of a bitch. Yeah. She was like, that motherfucker kills his own people. Yeah. For his greed. They all do. I was like, whoa. <laughs> You're right. She, she was just educating me. You know what I mean? Like... Social media blows up anything, like a shoe, and niggas will go kill for a shoe because social media is that. Social media lets you be a star. Yeah. Back in the days, you couldn't be a star until you paid your dues, and that's how you become a star. Right. You feel me? Social media lets you be a star. Vine, you know I mean? reality show, yeah, you know, So she was explaining to me, like, I, you know, I'm tripping out on America, how they worship this guy that slaughtered all these people when he went slaughtering these people he killed a bunch of innocent people and and in the process to make a long story short two of his daughter two of her daughters were killed yeah seven years Dude, old it, pablo you know escobar everyone talks seven about pablo ten. escobar this That's guy crazy. blah 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 he killed a bunch of his own people Boy, escobar was a fool he was just too. he was just a, a fucking fuck. asshole a plane, nigga. Yeah. Bah, yeah. nigga just to get one boat yeah. fuck it nigga blow up the whole plane and he wasn't blow up the whole plane and he wasn't even on the plane Nah, he wasn't in the plane. They pulled that nigga off. No, do you remember? Remember the the movie uh, SWAT? SWAT. Do you remember the movie SWAT? Yeah. Hello, Cool J. Yeah. Remember that one scene where the guy goes, "If you get me out of this custody for a oh, yeah, for a, yeah." You know, remember that crazy. scene where the Crips, hey, the essays, hey, everyone hey, started yeah. blowing fucking shit up trying to get him out. That's what That's I figured. Real. I figured, dude, Donald Trump has like twenty five minutes. This motherfucker's <laughs> gonna die in like half an hour. It's true. This shit's they ain't real. Fucking with him. They ain't nah. fucking with Donald Trump. You don't think so? Nah. Kiki Donald Smooth Trump ain't coming to Compton. Kick, <laughs> right. Kiki Smooth, Kiki Smooth is in a room alone with Donald Trump. There, there's a gun on a seat. Now, if I if I'm in the room by by myself, Solo. I'm gonna slap him and videotape. A hundred mil though. Hundred mil, they keep it. No, hundred mil, hundred mil to shoot Donald I Trump. I'm going to jail to just shoot this man. Like fuck that hundred mil, cool, whatever. But nah, nah. I just want to smack that nigga. I get more rich. Like, <laughs> And put that shit on social media. Wait, wait. Are you forward slapping? <laughs> are you forward slapping? You, you be- oh, and five. forward. You know, unas dos. And, yeah. and then cut his hair. Pinche cachetadas. Make right that nigga look. Hey, well, by the time I leave out there, he's going to look like Canelo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Rain, do you have anything else for us? Well, we recently discovered that uh, the first Homo sapiens a.k.a. the caveman or the previous species of us actually emerged from China instead of Europe. So that basically means that we don't actually come just from Europe and Africa. We emerged from... We possibly emerged first from China. Is this news? Because I feel like I've already known that everyone's Asian. (laughs) No! No, 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 no! Serious shit! Serious so casually. No, 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 no. Pretty much new. Serious shit, I... If you break it down, if you break it down, everyone. I didn't know this shit. This shit is news to me. Really? Yeah. How old were the bones? I think that the first they were between eighty and one hundred and twenty uh, million. No, okay. no million. That's craziness. That's all. That's all. That's all. I don't fucking. Well, no, um, I can't think of the title of the book, but it's a book about archaeology and it's uh, all the like archaeologists, uh, archaeology discoveries that were like suppressed. Yeah. And supposedly, like humans are like three hundred mil. Yeah. And, like there's all this extremely so, old. Every so often, they find a city that wasn't supposed to, to have be been built. Yeah. And, and it's not even like they find like a tool. They find like the whole city. The whole city, like. <laughs> 
Oh, this city is 300 million. There's still mil. a car right there. Oh, yeah. It's not. You niggas know, had cars back then. You know man. that there's um there's underwater pyramids off the oh, coast yeah. of oh, yeah. Japan. Yeah, definitely, yeah. There's definitely. giant golden cities just chilling, completely submerged. You know, I've been in to Japan. China. I've yeah. been to Japan and I saw some crazy shit out there. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy out there. I lived out there for three months. What? Out for three summers. Did you see? Did you see dogs and cats hanging? Nah, man. Mercados. That's shit? Chinese. No, that's oh, that's Chinese. Chinese. Yeah, that's China. Yeah. Oh, you know bad. what though? Look, my homeboy's dad is a food critic. He's the number one. Food. Shout out to Mr. Matsuyama out there. That's my papa. I was actually talking about him on the way over here too. Mm-hmm. He was. Yeah, that you just had a fucking. Oh man, we had a fucking hour and a half your drive. Traffic was ridiculous. Your conversation yeah, was, we was, was, like, was fucking up oh, and yeah, down we was, and oh, shit. We like, getting high. But um, <laughs> I saw. Yeah. They were trying to convince me to eat raw horse with soy sauce. I was like, no. Uh, That's the one thing that was the craziest shit. And they horse. ate it. Him and his family yeah, ate they it. They fucked with that. I don't know about Yeah, they was horse. fucking with it. Raw horse, botch. Boom. I, I mean, I cooked. ate like... What? Raw? What did I eat that was crazy to me? What was the craziest shit you ate out there? What was the craziest shit did out there? Did you eat Kobe beef? Nah. Kobe beef? Nah, you know what was the craziest good, shit right? I ate out there, dog? That, 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 that had me tripping? What? Mushrooms. Oh, you ate mushrooms. <laughs> ate the it mushrooms. Was the, I was telling them this the story. That's how we ended up talking about this yeah. shit. It, it, you should never do mushrooms and then go to a Japanese mall. <laughs> That's overwhelming, man. Kiki smooth. Never go oh. to a Japanese mall on mushrooms. Oh, hold on, hold on. We got, we got to get, we got to get a segment. It's, it's advice. With Kiki Smooth. <laughs> the first one. My advice. If you're going to do mushrooms, never at a nah, Japanese look, moment. No, you're going gonna to call in every week, bro, with just advice from Kiki Smooth. <laughs> yeah, I will. Which is, <laughs> it's just like, don't say hi, nothing. Just say one sentence. Yeah. Don't eat mushrooms and then go to a Japanese mall. Yeah. <laughs> and then let's move on because that shit was fantastic. I swear <laughs> Public to you, service don't ever do that. I couldn't. Look, man. They, for a gram of weed, it costs $100 out there. Yeah. In Japan. No fucking light. Oh, and you're yes. not getting cush. You're not getting chronic. You're getting that stress weed that Ugh. smells and tastes like the gasoline tank blew up on it. All right? <laughs> All right. And they love weed over there. I couldn't the even find stuff. that motherfucker that day. Damn. So I was... I was I wanted some weed. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find weed. I sent my homie, my homie DJ Too High, to go get some fucking weed. He couldn't find the weed. This nigga comes back with mushrooms. Oh. But DJ he put Too High couldn't find weed. Soup. Mm-hmm. This nigga didn't even tell me the mushroom was in it. He even said, "Drink, drink all the drink, drink all the juice." You know, like yeah. And then the nigga oh. takes me to the mall, dog. <laughs> okay, this shit starts hitting me. After a while, they all started looking alike. They all started looking the same size. That's just racist. Nah, <laughs> man. <laughs> you weren't high. No, you weren't high. You were just in no. Japan, imagine you don't know what no one is saying. Yeah, again, you're just you were just in Japan. You weren't high. Everyone, Everyone looked the same. Everyone was like, Everyone's talking hey, weird. I was telling them it felt like going into a chicken coop. <laughs> <laughs> just like a big ass chicken coop. <laughs> oh, <shit>. wow. <laughs> My nigga, I swear to you, dog. We have a, we have a large Asian fan base. No, I love you. Japanese. Just offended all of no, them. No, I love man. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, I was even telling them. You're gonna be getting some emails I, I and call, calls. I call those people. Tweet Kiki Smooth yeah, man, with all them. your complaints and you know, like they, my homeboy's dad. I call him Papa and his mom, Mama. I never called no one dad. Yeah. You know, I was raised by a single mother. Never called no one dad. That man is really educational to me. He speaks like six languages. The last time I, I talked to him, I got drunk with him, and I was telling him, he brought a big old bottle of sake from Japan, and he was here in L.A., and I was recording Yellow's mixtape. Mm. 
Too Hot calls me. Papa's here. I left the studio session to come kick it with that man. That's what's up. Because that's the only person I ever called that. Like, that dude is the illest. I had an hour conversation with that man in Spanish. It's a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. a Japanese person speak fluent language. He's the number one food critic in Japan. That's the Mr. Matsuyama, man. That dude is the illest. He's, he's so, he's traveled around the world, like ate that. so many foods, you know what I mean? So he has a lot, you know, to do with what, how I feel, you right, know what I mean? Right, right. He's the first person to tell me that I was a king. Mm. You know, he's like, you're a king. Mm. He's like, that's who you are. And I, love right that, there. you know, after that, I always knew I was destined to be something bigger, you know? So yeah. let's, let's, let's hear it for Rain one time, please, everybody. Thank you. Oh, I did have one more thing to okay. add to right. make you guys smile. According to a recent study of the most sexually satisfied nations in the entire world, um, Mexican men are reputably the best lovers yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, for Germans sure. are the worst <laughs> ones. Wait, who? Who? Germans, Germans are the worst ones. Oh, we got one. a German in the house. Oh, <laughs> what was the odds of that? Nigga, oh, we got no. a German in the house. Oh, no. They got good cars. So, so Mexicans are the best. Germans are the worst. Germans are the worst. Mexicans are the Mexican men best lovers, according to this study. Well, I've never oh, fucked yeah, a man, but <laughs> I, I, I gotta give it to the Mexican females on that one. <laughs> so I noticed that our, our our ratio over here tended to be a little bit. Yeah, you know oh, what? You, you made me feel like I I, a little smile. bit taller. <laughs> I almost thought I feel like I could dunk now. Hey, and tell, and, and tell, tell him I don't need no fucking tiger dick or whatever he was smoking. Yeah, oh, the Viagra. I, don't, I, don't I almost like thought we could smoke him. What was, was it called? What was this herbal you know Viagra what? I'm going to make... Y'all holla at me. It's got a couple of names. I'm going to make like, oh, Viagra on the, in the blood, nigga. It's got a couple of names. That just sounds... Viagra. <laughs> don't do that. It's not that liquor store horny goat weed shit. It's way worse. That horny weed shit. All right, all right. Let's, let's round it up. Let's round it up. Okay, we got a couple segments we got to touch base on before we, we finish the interview. Mm -hmm. Thank you again. You did a fantastic job. Oh, so dial 1-800-RAIN-BAZOO. Place your votes in now. You can it's not a real number. It's some bullshit, dude. Dale in a burp. It's not real. Tweet me, though. Tweet. Tweet. Tweet me. Tweet me at Wake the Flock Up and vote for Rain. Tweet me at Wake the Flock Up and vote for Mary Alex, which was our first guest. So it'll take you guys have to download each episode and you guys tell me who you think did best. Vote, vote, vote. That's what's up. We gotta do a couple segments. Yes, sir. Kiki Smooth, I need your top five musical influences of all time. Can I get another cello? Ice Cube. DJ Quick. Eminem. Yeah, DJ Quick. No, 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 no. So, Ice Cube. Yeah. All right. I mean, Ice Cube, the reason why Ice Cube is because he wrote it. <laughs> he wrote everything. He gave Compton the sound. You know what I'm saying? What about Rin? Well, I say he gave Compton the voice. Rin wrote a lot of the shit, too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man, Rin is the illest, dog. He's one of the... Yeah. I got surprises. One, Yeah. Y'all gonna see a track with Kiki and Rin. Ice Cube? Ice Cube. Who else we got? Eminem. Eminem? Mm -hmm. Eminem for what he did, like I told y'all. Because I felt like, you know, he has the same problems. He had the same problems I had breaking into the industry. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? DJ Quick. Yep. The best producer out of Compton. Yes. Mm. The best. That's a bold statement. No, the best. No, the best. seriously. In your yeah. opinion? In my opinion. Okay. Um, the best. Let's move on. One more. Come on. 
That's, yeah, I got, that's three. Yeah, I need five. <laughs> <laughs> he needs five. Now, and I of course, Dr. Dre for his mixing skills. No one can mix better yeah. than Dr. Dre. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He has the ear. Right, right, right. He has the ear. I need one more. And then, you know, to me, this dude is like, I don't know, a lot of people be tripping out, but, you know, BG Knockout. Mm. Classic. Because, you know, he also wrote <laughs> a lot of easy shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's my brother, and he taught me a lot. Okay. I like that. I like those top five. Those are pretty dope. But you know what I think people are more interested in? Is your bottom five. My what? Your bottom five. My bottom five? I need Kiki Smooth bottom five garbage trash of all time. Don't get him started. I need to hear. I need to know. I don't know. The trash talk. The doo-doo. King Little G. Oh, shit. Talking trash. Hold on. He asked the question. Get it over no, with. Hey, King, wow. King Little G, who's been on the show. King Little G. <laughs> Ouch. That's what's up. Go. King Little G. King Little G. All right. Man. That's number two, too. And two. King Little G He's and King like Little G. Space. Drake, Drake, Drake. Yeah. King Little G. Oh, three. King Little G and King Little G. How oh, can you be a king if you steal a little G? Yeah. Mic drop. Damn. How can you be a king if you steal little G? Shots Nigga, fired. I'm the real king of the barrio, homie. Not because I'm the best rapper, because I love my people. <gasps> hey, that's what's Don't up. Don't get me started. Palabras apasionadas. Es que así son estas canciones. You know what I mean? <laughs> Kiki Smooth is the Vicente Fernandez of hip hop. I don't want me yeah! to get started. I don't oh want me God. to turn into Rico Suave. You're the chente, <laughs> you're the chente of hip hop. Nah, you know what? I, I like King Little G, dog. Like but he ain't no king. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't like Future. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't like all the Chicano rappers out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, that shit is weak. Right, right. right. You know what I'm saying? Like, no Mr. Shadow, Little uh, I don't, I don't. I just don't bump none of that you shit. Don't, you I don't think they're it. educating or nothing. Even if you're going to say Ramfla, I mean, you could say it better than that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just anything like that, garbage, you know what I mean? Like, take that shit out. Who would we be surprised that you don't like? That, like, maybe everyone's supposed to like or whatever? Like, is there someone that you say, like, he's not really, he's just not that dope, bro? I don't know, yeah. The Chicano rapper. King Little G. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, who would we be surprised that you do like? Give me, like, a guilty pleasure. That like you're on your whip, right? And you hear that Britney Spears you're like, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, uh, what's my niggas? Um, nah, yeah. The what's them niggas called? Yeah, fits in the tantrums. Them niggas is tight. <laughs> you <laughs> like from them. LA? Yeah, yeah, they're from LA too. Man. That's what's up. Yeah. Okay, so you like like Katy Perry or whatever? You turn that shit up. I like, like all music. I'm a DJ. Yeah, but I like it all. Shit, nigga, you with uh, it? My nigga, fucking. Fito Olivares, all that shit. I love that shit. Banda Machos. Yeah. Nigga. I love Banda Machos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love all that. You know, I don't just bump rap all day, dog. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Shit. I'm That's already singing and dancing <laughs> along in my head. <laughs> I DJ quinceañeras and shit like that, dog. I bump all that shit. I'm with it. Yeah, los tucanes. Come on. All right, all right.
the president, Barack Ogunja Rolling up the elephant trunk for La Bamba When I was a teen, smoked weed with my father Time proper etiquette, pass it, don't auger Spread love to your relatives, partner And don't get the joint hella wet with your slobber Lick a shot, Jonah Vark, smoke popper Even Shakespeare, they cheered, he was sparker Right, a midsummer night's dream When I like to blunt up, I don't want no visine My eyes seem glassy, don't ask me, you know the routine I'm blowing blue dream with the hashy Nothing flashy, I'm humble, you heard Just crumbling nerve, while we struggle and learn Life lessons, aggression, we kill it with kind But future development ahead of my time, what? On a strong, break it down to a home city. Uh-huh. Blunt after blunt, chilling with my sonar chick. Up at the white station, line up the dynamite. Let me blow my face off, let me get my mind right. Rolling extender with the homies, we fly. Bad ass blunts, call it Andre the Giant. The kill kill tastes just like a murder scene. Leave you all comatose, baby, have a nice drink. Open up the bag, you can smell the left. And the stress, we call it Bobby Brown. None but the bomb, this is what we rolling. Light it up, inhale, pass it to the homie. I'm like Nate Dog, smoke weed every day. I'm like Rick James. I love Mary Jane. I'm coming down like I'm falling with a parachute. Have to roll another one, baby, this is what we do. One last segment uh-huh. <clears throat> before you leave. Right, it's a signature of the show. Yeah, someone like to call twelve rounds. Mm-hmm. So the way it works, I'm gonna ask you twelve questions, each more difficult than the last. <laughs> if you answer all twelve questions honestly, you're the champion, and you walk away with the belt. Or more specifically, I wake the flock up, chain medallion. Oh shit! That we make only for the winners of the twelve rounds. Very enviable. You can't buy it. You can't. It has to be one. Well, let me get another beer. <laughs> <laughs> they want the whole truth and nothing yep. but the truth. But okay, well, but, you got. <laughs> but but if you cannot answer the question, or you will not answer the question, you will be knocked out. I'm the champion, and I get that hat. <laughs> Why you gotta add that? All right, yeah, let's go. Are you willing to play twelve rounds, Kiki Smith? Let's go, twelve rounds. <laughs> Round number one. Yeah. What is your favorite part about your craft? The words. Like that. Round number two. What is your least favorite part about your craft? The industry. You don't like the industry. Anything specific about the industry? A R's. You. <laughs> I like it. Oh, you you are you in the zone? Okay. Look. I like this. You're not gonna Mayweather me. You are gonna go toe to toe? Okay. That's what's up. Round number three. 
If you could collaborate with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? Jizza. Like that. Very, very odd coming from, you know, Compton kid that you wanted to collaborate with. with Jizza. That's what's up. Oh, you focused. <laughs> okay. You focused. <laughs> where, where are we at? Round number four. What are you most proud of for round number four? From round number four? What are you most proud of? Oh, John Henry. You're most proud of John Henry. Yeah. I like that. Round number five, what are you least proud of? Going to jail. You went to jail? Okay. We'll keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you can, you can elaborate. I'm, I'm just saying, okay, uh, going to jail is what you're least proud of. Okay. Round number six, what is your biggest fear? Drowning. You can't swim? You know, no, I can swim. But you fear of drowning. I always have crazy dreams. That you're drowning? Yeah. It's craziness. That's okay. just, uh, it means being overwhelmed. Mm, too oh, much. That's me. Too much at once. Yeah, that's me. Round number seven. <clears throat> Who would you take a bullet for? My brothers. Your brothers. My family. Blood. Yep. Blood family or, or family? Anybody family? in my hood. Anybody in your hood? Yeah. That's what's up. Round number eight. Who would you let that bullet hit? I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Oh, I was about to say it too. You know, I'm gonna let you know this faggot ass nigga that snitched on my whole homie. I'm not saying shit. I would duck. You know, just to let that motherfucker hit. You know that bitch ass nigga named Dice. What up, nigga? Yeah. Fucking hope you hear this shit in jail. You faggot snitching ass nigga. Next question. I'm not saying you shoot him. Well, you want it to be true? No, I'm I'm, I'm not saying. Yeah. Kiki Spoon don't shoot him. You don't shoot him. You just no. I'm a duck. But that yeah. He's right behind me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dope shot yeah. in the dick. In the dick. Nigga, fuck that nigga, snitching ass nigga. Next. Got it. <laughs> Round number nine. <clears throat> Who would you never work with? Kid Frost. You would never work with Kid nah, Frost. Nah, he dicked me so much. Fuck that nigga. Next. <laughs> Kid Frost goes. I got. I got this. DJ Quickbeat. You better come suck my dick. <laughs> I got. <laughs> I got this DJ Quick Beat. Die, nigga. What's the what size you wear your clothes, nigga? Dre, you, Dre's mixing it. Fuck you, nigga. And Jizz on the third I'm verse. I'm sorry, nigga. Jizz should call me. Go. <laughs> fuck Frost. I Go. Like uh, Round ten. Frost knows. I've had conversation about that, nigga. He knows I don't like his ass. Go. That's what's up. That's what's up. I'm with it. Last three rounds. You're doing pretty good. But I got you with these. Go, man. Come on, man. I gotta make it I told you all my songs are open suspenseful. My whole song. Nigga, you can look on Facebook. Everything's there. Go. Next. Round number 10. (laughs) I was wondering about that. Do you believe in God? No. You don't believe in God? No, I am God. And the devil. What does that mean? I am God and the devil. I could be nice or I could be evil. It's up to you. Next. Mm -hmm. You don't believe in... in, No. I don't go to church. I don't do none of that. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Okay. (laughs) You believe in your spirit, right? Yes. I'm a soulful person. Round 11, what is your biggest insecurity? What are you most insecure about? Fuck. Myself. You're insecure about about yourself. Yeah, yeah, what is it? (laughs) Go around the question. What kind of trick question? What kind of answer? Hey, the way I dress. I swear to you, I'm so insecure. I can't go out the house just... I'm weird like that. You I spend, like your pool. You in the yeah. mirror and shit? Yeah, fucking hours, dog. I would he fucking has vanity iron, issues. Uh, you taking selfies? Yeah, and shit. like, fuck, no, this ain't going to work today. Hey, yo, some dude went to rehab trying to take the perfect selfie. I uh, swear to fuck, God. I saw that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it ain't, it ain't that bad, but yeah, I, I can't leave the house without, yeah. Without being geared up? Okay. I'm with that. <clears throat> Kiki Smooth. Thank you for coming through. I really, oh, really appreciate you I coming appreciate through. You. You're more than welcome back whenever you like. Uh-huh. 
if you see someone you want to co-host for or with, or you just want to come kick it in the audience, you're more than welcome to do that. Uh-huh. We got some really dope shows we announced who we're going to have about a couple of weeks beforehand. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, follow through. It was inspirational meeting you. Me, and, man. And I think, I think you got a lot to contribute, and I yes. think it's about fucking time. Thank you, sir. So anything you need from us, support. Oh, I definitely one thing. What's up? That shit all around your neck. Oh, well, you're not yeah. done yet. <laughs> Done yet? You're not done yeah, yet. I need that wake up thing on, on your neck. Yeah, I got one more question. Oh, one more. Right. But this is yeah, around it's thank radio. You. Yeah, thank it's you. Radio. Yeah, thank you, sir. And you know what? I really appreciate you know having us on here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't get avenues like this. Mm-hmm. So especially when you hit me up, I definitely want to come through because you know like as much as you support me, me coming over here supports you Absolutely. too. Absolutely. And that's what hip hop is about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And with shows like this, you know that. Well, that's all we have as independent artists. You right. know what I'm saying? So right. really thank you for paving the way for what yes. we're doing. You know what and I'm saying? And we've, we've had right. large name art artists, but we, our bread and butter is reaching out to independent artists, the, the artists that don't have the ability to reach excels or Masses, whatever. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? That's and, the hardest part too. And it, it gives us a sense of pride to say, you know, like you said, Wake the Flocka was the first interview Kiki Smooth did. Yeah. Like that, that means a lot to us as a show and it means a lot to the audience because they fucking thrive off of it. They, they're digging it. They're with yeah, it. Man. So anything you need, help with advertising, whatever you need, hit me up. We'll make it happen. Thank you. Last and final round. Round 12, Kiki Smooth. Oh, let's do it. You ready? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Why? Huh? Why? Why? Because I love it. It's like I sacrificed everything for it. It's like I, I don't know nothing else but it. You know what I'm saying? I breathe it. I shed it. I, I love it. And it's like no matter what, I always will go to it. You know, I, like, I don't understand it. Like it's a feeling. It's like it's a different type of love. You know, I, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's in me. Mm. And my soul speaks every time I get to get on that mic. Mm. And, you know, like that's the only way that I could tell you why. Yeah. Preach. That's what's up. You are the champion. Thank you. Hunt it down, baby. Let's hear it for Kiki Smooth, everybody. It's just real talk. Like I told you, all my music, man, I ain't speaking no lies on it. You know, you want to know something about it, it is in there. From when, like you said, have you wrote any songs for my mom? Those songs are very important to me, you know? Say them again. The Yo, the uh, things I saw. And, and uh, dancing Dance with, with the, the devil. devil. You can find them uh, on on where, on where can SoundCloud. we find Kiki Smooth? Oh, uh, YouTube, SoundCloud, Twitter, Facebook, Reverb Nation, everything. Kiki Smooth dot com. Yeah, Kiki Smooth dot com. I went on YouTube and I found some shit from six years ago and I felt cheated. I was like, all right, where's where's his shit? Yeah, you know, and then you know we got a uh, shovel and hammer. We're bringing out our new song. We got a song with Opio from Mrs. of Science. Uh, what uh. Souls of Mischief. Uh, Souls of Mischief. I always fuck that yeah. up. <laughs> When's your shit coming out? Because that's what I'm most interested in. We yeah. got an EP coming out in November and the album's coming out uh, early 2016. All right. We got to stay posted on that because I just I have yeah. a good feeling about There's it. There's going to so be some songs coming out pretty soon. coming out next month. We got mixtapes coming singles. out next month. Album's coming out next year. It's called The mixtape's called La Preparacion by Shovel and Hammer and Kiki Smooth. You guys make sure you check that out. Who do know? we have on it? No one. Oh, nice. no, we got glasses. We got Brother Cam, yeah. Young Blue, you know what I'm saying? A few independent artists. Blue. Right. My boy Alcatraz, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, my boy Sim Capone. Yep. My, my, my artist, Billy Yarn, you know what I'm saying? He's part of the orchestra. Yep. We, we got Alex. Name all the, the orchestra. orchestra. Uh, shout out to Alex Santos, Reliano, uh, 
Isaac Takauchi, Angie King, Scarlett, Scarlett and the Fever. Uh, shout out to Lindsay. Gladys. Shout out, shout out to Gladys. Fermin. Fermin. You know Rich. what I'm saying? Man, we, we dig, man. That's Isaac, you know what I'm saying? You know, I just. Shout out to King Little G. Yeah, shout out to my nigga King Little G. You know what I'm saying? Shit, you know All of them. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, um, since you guys have an orchestra, have you guys checked out the Jay Dilla Symphony? Yeah. Have you checked it out? Okay, you guys need to sit down and watch that together. I see. Because that shit is. is, is Yeah, I mean, he always tells me to do things. I don't do it. It's just (laughs) because I'm from Cotton, California, so it's kind of weird. I I be on some other shit (laughs) every day. (laughs) So it's like when I get time to do music, I just really focus it on what he's trying to put me to do. But like I said, like all my music reflects on all my family members and friends. You know what I'm saying? Their stories mean a lot to me, so I'm telling them, you know? Kiki Smooth, you are the truth, bro. Thank you, sir. You are the truth. I mean, the way, you know I mean? Like, the way that I was grown up is just to be the truth. You know what I'm saying? Never lie, and and you'll get farther. You know what I'm saying? I'm with you. I don't got to lie. Like, I used to sell dope and and have a big-ass chain, and my homie told me one day, you say you represent us, but you look like the guy we used to rob. Mm. So I gave it away. Right. And I never went back to it. You know what I'm saying? I'm it's just who I thing. am. You know what I mean? And I can't, I can't run from it. You will never run from your past. You know what I'm saying? You will never run from your past. Your past is what's going to really people going to ask about you. Right. Who's this guy? What has he done? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you, to answer your 12 questions was the easiest thing for me because, like I told you, I, I'm always here to speak the truth. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Rapping ain't about drugs and guns you know what i'm saying maybe we go through it but he knows i always put a message in there like you know what i'm saying that. learning that nigga i did that but i went to jail for it and and i actually lost a few things because of that friends you know what i mean family and wow. people don't do that you know what i'm saying like yeah. there's a real there's a real twist to the stories that people don't understand dog. like the ghetto and all that shit white people think it's cool and all that i see people dying all the time you know reality well yeah. i'm excited I'm thank you excited i'm excited to hear more from you please come back thank you rainbow zoo everybody kiki smooth so courtesy <laughs> of our sponsor may's mixtape you know may she's like boo the feet yeah. you know she's just like she has these huge boobs and she has these dope tapes <laughs> so kiki smooth that's for you hey thank everyone for coming through tonight kiki smooth everybody so, for Kiki Smooth, for Rain Bazoo, for yeah. Shovel and Hammer Orchestra, for King's Corner, yeah. for Mighty Zulu Kings, for Real Hip Hop Everywhere, this is Concept 714 asking you, demanding that you help us. Wake the fuck up. Wake the fuck up. Uh.